0: Welcome to The Freelance Drive. Here we talk with skilled freelancers about their professional journey, stay tuned for real-life experiences to learn, and actionable steps to take to improve your freelancing career. My name is Yuri. I'm a community builder at Code Control and 9am.works. And my guest is Shea Karsin, story-centered and SEO-minded writer with over a decade of experience who marries creativity and worth misery with measurable results. So, welcome, Shea.
1: Thanks, Yuri. Thank you for having me.
0: Happy to talk to you. Thank you very much for your LinkedIn connection. Immediately after I saw your LinkedIn profile, I decided that we have to have this conversation. Love and it. I also went through your website and um, you wrote that you are based in KwaZulu natal Midlands. And the funny thing that I noticed that when you wrote your book, Fluency Like a Boss, you wrote that KwaZulu-Natal's Midlands boss gave you permission to write a book. <laughs> so I wonder if this book about this boss.
1: Yes, so this is the boss. I am the <laughs> boss. And <laughs> this boss was generous enough to allow me to write a book this year.
0: <laughs> okay, so you are your own boss. Wow. Yes,
1: that's perfect. Wow.
0: It sounds amazing. Like, I, I feel like... I always wanted to be my own boss, but then like, I need to talk to people. I need to work. I need somebody to, I can't say like manage myself, but you know, to connect on a peer level. And now here we are. And I liked very much what you wrote, that busy is doing stuff while producting is doing the right stuff. And I, totally agree with it and still for me sometimes it's super hard to understand what does it mean to do the right stuff because it's so easy to stuck in the routine in the mundane work like doing daily daily on daily basis so at what moment did you understand this notion that busy is doing stuff while productive is doing the right stuff
1: So I think, Yuria, we can all identify that it's so easy to be busy, you know, even if I didn't work at all, I would, oh, I'd plant a veggie garden, I'd go on amazing hikes, I would play with my dog all day, I'd be super busy. (laughs) But being productive is, is a slightly different story. And, you know, filling your time is the easy part, filling your time productively becomes a lot more challenging. So... For me, it was actually out of necessity that I realized that I needed to focus on being productive. Um, it was a very busy time in my life and I had a lot going on, I had a lot of clients, I was busy training for an Ironman and I had to learn how to prioritize and focus on those things that you know filled the category of both important and urgent. So that was out of necessity. But the problem with that, is that I was just focusing on those important and urgent tasks. And I was getting them done and I was hustling and grinding and making it work. But I'd neglected to focus on the stuff that is less urgent, but also important things like working on my own business and self-development and the things that are easily pushed to the bottom of the list when you've got a lot of other things on your plate. So, That was quite a challenge. And it was only actually when I developed a new priority, um, when I'd written the book and had the book published, that I had a lot of different stuff coming at me, Um, you know, like talking on this podcast or doing interviews. And then I realized, wow, there's actually quite a lot that I need to work on within my own business and be productive in that way. So that's kind of what I've been focusing on this year is stepping away from only just grinding on the treadmill of important and urgent and carving out time for the stuff that is important, not urgent. And Mm. I read um, a really good book. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called the one thing it's by Gary Keller. And what that kind of put in perspective for me is how having your purpose defines your Which one's first? Your priorities, which defines your productivity. So once you have an idea of what that overall purpose looks like, that then dictates what you prioritize, which dictates what you do on every day, every week, every month, every year. Um, So a key question in the book, it's what is the one thing I can do and you can make it as granular as you like so it could be this hour this week or this year what's the one thing I could do um to make it so that doing this one th- oh, I can't remember the exact question now but <laughs> it's it's a really good focusing question to help you access your priorities via your purpose so that's been really helpful for me too and then the second part of that is You know, it's great to identify your purpose and know what you're working towards, but you actually have to carve out the time to do that. So that's where step two comes in, where it's taking control of your calendar and scheduling non-negotiable time to work on your priorities and your purpose. So I'd be lying if I said that I was doing that perfectly and shooting the lights out. It's very much a work in progress and I certainly haven't perfected it yet, but at least it's given me a framework.
0: And you know, what I'm thinking about myself a lot is you can have, you can do stuff. Yeah. You can do something that brings you immediate results. So for example, if you are having a website, if you're selling something, you run Google ads and you immediately receive clicks and maybe even calls to your website, but then there is SEO yes like it won't bring you immediate results Mm. so how to how to choose like between immediate tasks that you have and that you receive immediate results and like long-term tasks how to prioritize
1: Mm. so i think again that's where understanding what your purpose looks like so for me, I mean, and it's very—it's a very personal thing to each person. So for me at the moment, my purpose is to use my talent, which is writing, to bring people joy and help people in their lives. So in order to be able to do that, I need to make the time to do my writing work. And I need to work on projects that are going to fulfill that purpose. So by having that vision, that gives you the direction because otherwise you do, if you don't have vision, if you don't have direction, if you don't have goals that you're working towards, you will just keep doing the things that give you instant results. And like you say, you know, it's it's human nature. We are wired to get a dopamine hit when we tick something off our to-do list. Feels amazing. I don't know if you use any uh, productivity um, platforms, but in Asana, you get a beautiful unicorn dancing across your screen when you tick something off the list. So it's about making sure that you have a bigger picture and then smaller goals and tasks below that, that you are working towards. And when you have that bigger picture in mind, it brings everything else into focus.
0: You're taught about smaller tasks. Um, I know that sometimes small tasks can be like time consuming, but usually I feel like small tasks is something you can do like in half an hour, or up to one hour. So for you, what is a small task?
1: So a general rule is if you can do it in two minutes, do it straight away um, from a productivity point of view. So that I will do unless it's disrupting me from something else. So two minutes is a quick task. Um, it's hard to put a time frame on it, but I guess it's stuff that doesn't necessarily serve your long-term vision, um, but it's stuff that you have to do in life. You know, we'd love to be able to, not have to uh do our taxes and things like that but there are certain things we have to do and what i'd recommend is with some of those smaller tasks if you can either eliminate some of them so do you really need to go get your groceries once a day could you rather go once every second day um you know and save a bit of time there or do you really need to be doing your taxes yourself can you get yeah. someone to outsource it to? Can you get a virtual assistant to do invoicing for you? Because all those small tasks that are not within necessarily your skill set or aligning with your vision, they do take time. So half an hour doesn't sound like much. You think, oh, it doesn't take me long. It's half an hour. But if you have 10 of those half an hour tasks, that's five hours. <laughs> so, you know, another part of optimizing your time is looking at What can I delegate, what can I eliminate, and what can I outsource?
0: Talking about delegating, like, it's a very important question for me. It's super hard to delegate tasks. And, you know, what I'm trying to understand, like, how I measure if I need to delegate something is like, for example, if my hourly rate is 100 euros and if somebody's hourly rate is 50 euros and they can do the same work in one hour, it means that it's better for me to delegate this work to them and I will save fifty euros working and improving my skills. So, what is what is for you? How do you delegate? How do you decide what to delegate?
1: Exactly, you make a good point. So, as a the one of the benefits of the kind of industry we in is that you do have an idea of what your time is worth. So you can use that as a really good way to assess whether it's something you can outsource to someone else or not. Also, another thing to look at is your skill set. Does this align with what you're actually good at? let's say okay on a website for example i'm able to tinker a bit with wordpress and you know i'm okay at knowing my way around there but actually if i need to create a new page on my website it's going to take me hours and there's going to be stuff i've messed up and i'm not going to be able to fix it's actually better use of my time to send that off to the web developer and say please create this page for me and they'll do it in an hour and charge me way less than The six hours i would have spent doing it myself so i think yes looking at cost and looking at skill set and also just energy if it's something we we all have a finite amount of energy each day it's not even about time it's about energy and if you are using that precious energy on things that drain you it means you have less energy to dedicate to the things that actually move you closer to your goals so i'd say energy competency and time versus cost.
0: I feel like it's already answering my next question a little bit. So I was going to ask you about, if you are a freelancer paid hourly and the market competition doesn't allow you to increase rates, how do you work less but get paid the same and even higher amount?
1: So I think firstly, um, I think there's always scope to charge above market rate. So never feel stuck in those kind of brackets because there will always be people out there who will pay more for you. If you deliver a valuable service and you deliver on time, you're reliable, people trust you and you add value, people will be willing to pay you more. I mean, think of, say you get a, a plumber, the cheapest plumber, and he doesn't answer his phone and he arrives two hours late. And then two days later, your toilet's leaking again. Next time, you're rather going to pay a little bit more and have someone who you know is going to get the job done. So I think never feel like there's a cap on your rates. If you are upskilling yourself and if you are adding value and you're getting more experience, your rates can go up accordingly. But raising your rates isn't the only way to increase your, uh, your effective hourly rate. And um, also just time management, things that we've spoken about in terms yeah. of Reducing, eliminating, outsourcing, delegating that frees up your time so that you actually your hourly rate goes down because you're spending less time on certain tasks. And what, something that I've also really found to be powerful is focus time. So you can, it's amazing how much you can actually get done when you mm. turn off all distractions and just sit down. For me, morning is sort of my higher energy time. So that's when I prefer to do it. For some people, it might be later at night or in the afternoon where you can sit without any distractions. You turn off your phone, turn off your email, and you just focus in on one task. And it's amazing how quickly you can get it done. And then once you've done it, it's such a sense of relief. And if you charge a project fee, you've made an amazing profit because you've managed to get this job done in a short space of time. So carving out those focus areas has really been powerful, me Powerful
0: for me too. You know the funniest thing that I have a lot of conversation with tech developers, and that's exactly what I hear from them. So, for example, somebody somebody charges one hundred euros, and somebody charges fifty euros. In most cases, it means that this person who charges one hundred can do something faster, but Mm. it's so Mm. hard to uh, deliver. It's so hard to articulate it to a client because. Mm they have no ideas you know they have yes. see, they see these two people 50 100 the same and then like how can we choose but then you know when they are working with one and then another, they understand how it works but so what what i'm thinking about like how to how to articulate how to share this message with clients how to explain them that i'm sharing this because I will do this twice faster than average market. And how do you know that you will do it twice faster? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. So h- how to how to share this uh, idea with clients?
1: So I think the best way is show, don't tell. So, you know, everyone can pay lip service to saying, I'm the best because of X, 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 and Y. Great, We maybe they'll believe you. The best way is to get testimonials from your existing customers and to get them in a very specific way that demonstrates and provides that social proof as to what makes you better than the rest. And it's amazing how people respond to their peers and referrals and advice. So I think instead of finding ways for you, you know, with your case studies, perhaps you can show what you were able to accomplish. Um, So I think having the proof versus paying lip service is what makes a big difference. And then once you have that client on board, just to continue to add value and delight and they'll be, you know, maybe likely to refer you to someone else too.
0: Yeah, totally agree. Shall not tell. 100%. Mm-hmm. And you, like we were talking about business and busyness. So what is one, I, I wanted to ask top three steps. If you want to answer, please answer top three. But what is one thing freelancers must start doing right away to create business, not business, Mm. or maybe one question to ask themselves.
1: Yes. So uh, there's kind of three pillars that I've identified in my own business that I've actually ended up putting into a workbook and that's accessible on my website. And those three things are time. So how can you use the time you have more efficiently using some of the tactics that we've spoken about? Second one is tools. So what technology can you use to make your life easier and make your work more efficient? And then the third one, uh, which we've also just touched on, is takings. So how can you charge more so that you can earn money in less time? So those those are those are the three things to, that have helped me to focus on.
0: Got it. You know, Share, I really wish to have the sky as the limit, but time is a limit to our conversation. So the final question, what is your favorite food?
1: Oh, I love cake. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so it's just my favorite thing. Uh, cake, fruit. I do have a sweet tooth, as you can perhaps tell. So <laughs> if if anyone wants to send a cake my way, please feel free. I <laughs> I accept all types. There's nothing I don't like.
0: <laughs> Got it. So if somebody working with you, please send cash plus send cake. cake.
1: <laughs> yes exactly
0: <laughs> got it you know i thank you so much for sharing your experience and it's been such a pleasure to hear and learn from you
1: thank you so much for having me Yuri.
0: and thank you so much for listening if you like the show hit the like button five stars and share it with your friend that's it we're done see you in the next episode